0: Hello, this is Marlene Burch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for September 26, 2022. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the SaskWheat website. First, some overall comments on the wheat markets. Last week, the International Grains Council issued their September grain numbers. For wheat, the IGC expects that 22 23 world wheat production could reach 792 million tons. This is up 14 million tons from their prior estimate in August and is now up 10 million tons from last year. Stocks absorbed most of the increased availability. With the global consumption outlook little changed from before, larger than previously estimated carry-ins, paired with the upgraded production figure, result in a 11 million ton lift to closing stocks, mostly relating to revision for Russia. So total 22-23 ending stocks are now projected at 286 million tons. Futures last week remained volatile and we can report on, on Friday's futures closes as follows. December 22 contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 8.80, down 30 cents on Friday, but up 21 cents on the week. Kansas City hardware winter closed at 9.50, down 29 cents on Friday, but up 15 cents on the week. In December, Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 9.49, down 28 cents on Friday and up 10.4 cents on the week. As often seems to happen on Mondays, wheat futures are currently down this morning by 12 to 17 cents per bushel. There are a lot of uncertainties in this market, which make it difficult to forecast values. In in terms of cash markets last week, price volatility and currencies seem to be rationing demand. The Philippines did buy 45,000 tons of Australian feed wheat for January 23 shipment at at $355 per ton US. US wheat export sales of 184,000 tons were well below trade gases, leaving the season total at 382 million bushel down 4% on last year. Now here are the comments on uh, wheat markets by major wheat origin, starting with Canada. As of the weekend, spring wheat harvest in Canada is still not finished, with 65% done in Manitoba, 77% in Saskatchewan, 88% in Alberta. Provincial yield estimates vary from 43 to 70 bushel per acre. Spring wheat harvest in the U.S. is wrapping up, and the quality there is very good, with the majority of samples being graded at number one northern spring, with an average protein content of 14.4%. Agriculture and Agri-Food released their September balance sheets last Friday. The report incorporated Stats Canada's yield estimates agroclimatic data and survey data. For the 22-23 season, harvested wheat area was decreased slightly, but yield was increased by 2.5 bushel per acre to an average of 55 bushel per acre. This made a 345,000 ton increase in production to 28.6 million tons. Exports were raised by 200,000 tons to 18.2 million, but feed use was decreased by 349,000 tons. This resulted in 149,000 tons smaller use. Overall ending stocks were raised by 400,000 tons to 5.4 million tons. The supply is somewhat similar to the 2021 number. The main difference between these, years, these two years is that exports this year are expected to be 2.3 million tons smaller resulting in about 250,000 tons more ending stocks at the end of the year. Wheat prices were supported by strong futures and the weak Canadian dollar. There were several specials at Prairie Elevators, where 1150 dollars for November delivery was sold. These are good prices, but if you have followed our recommendations on a 50% sold new crop, you could sit tight for now. Moving to Durham. The Canadian durham harvest is 94% complete in Saskatchewan. SaskAg is still forecasting a 30 bushel per, aver- per acre average yield. In their September report, AFC made several changes to both the 21-22 and 2223 23 durham balance sheets. For 2022, harvested area was decreased slightly for 149,000 tonne decrease in production. The decrease was almost entirely offset by higher beginning stocks and 78,000 ton less domestic demand. Ending stocks stayed around 900,000 tons for the coming year. Cash bits continued to improve last week. North D's number two quad is worth around 11.25 a bushel, while 11.90 can be attained for Fab March positions. Moving to the US. of the US winter wheat crop was planted as of September 18th. But uh, as of September 20th, 57% of the US winter wheat area was still suffering from drought conditions. US wheat exports were well below expectations at 804,000 tons for season total of 382 million bushel. This is down 4% from last year, Compared to the USDA's projected 3% increase, smaller production, a strong dollar, and dry conditions in the winter wheat belt are deterring farmers and export selling. US FOP values are uncompetitive internationally and are even extending their premium over EU wheat, with hard red winter now almost $80 per ton above German wheat and soft red winter pushing $50 per ton premium against French wheat. In Argentina, drought remains a major concern with the Buenos Aires grain exchange estimating the share of the, of the country with significant dryness at 47%. Bars dropped good to excellent ratings by another percent to new low of 14% compared to 49% last year. Barge also reported a growing number of wheat acres being switched to corn and soybeans and cited potential yield losses of up to 60% in some regions. Meanwhile, the Rosario Grain Exchange lowered its crop to 16.5 million tons this week. If correct, this would leave just 10 million tons for export compared to 16.5 million tons exported last year. In the EU, cash premiums continue to slide, both in the ports and in the interior regions, but especially French farmers are not sellers, as reports suggest they're already 65 to 70% sold. France has shipped almost 500,000 tons so far in September, with another 300,000 in the vessel lineup. German shipments are estimated at over 400,000 tons. In the Black Sea, values remain nominal, with the trade wondering just how the situation will develop following Friday's forced referendums in the Ukraine. There are reports about a rift between Russian President Putin and Turkish President Erdogan. President Erdogan was set to hold high-level government meetings on Friday, at which current Russian agreements, the Russian payment system Mir, and possible Western sanctions on Turkey were discussed. However, with Turkish inflation above 80%, the government proceeded the meeting with another shock by lowering interest rates by 100 points, taking the lira to a new all-time low of 18.4 against the US dollar. Also, there are rumors, rumors that protesters are fighting back over the draft mandate in Russia and that prominent politicians are also speaking out against it. To summarize, what we consider the most significant events during the past week: well, spring wheat harvest in Canada is still not finished, as mentioned, and yield estimates vary from 43 to 70 bushel per acre. Dura movement has been slow, but bids for North east 2 quad have improved to 11 and a quarter, and from Feb-March positions to 11.90 per bushel. We continue to be concerned about the Canadian rail companies' willingness to move enough grain. This year, the crop is about 60% bigger than last year's, and rail companies have not been clear on their readiness or willingness to move the much larger crop. Spring wheat harvest in the US is wrapping up. The quality is very good, and with mostly grading a number one, and average protein is high at 14.4%. A lot of the US winter wheat area is still under drought condition, with estimates of 57% stressed. In the markets, US wheat remains uncompetitive. In fact, US FOB values have extended their premium over EU wheat, with Hardware Winter almost 80% above German wheat, and Software Winter pushing 50% against French wheat. The spreads against nominal Russian wheat values are even more notable, with Russian wheat some $30 below French wheat and $40 below German wheat. In terms of numbers, the International Grains Council raised its forecast for the 22-23 wheat crop by 14 million tons. Most of the increase in production went to ending stocks, which rose 11 million tons from last month to 286 million tons. That's up 6.4 million from last year. Russian production accounted for 5.8 million tons of the increase in production. However, Russia only has capacity to export about 36 million tons. So ending stocks there are forecast to rise, 11.2 million from last year. Drought remains a major concern in Argentina with much of the country um, suffering from dryness, Bash dropped good to excellent ratings by one percent to a new low of fourteen percent compared to forty-nine percent last year. EU cash premiums continue to slide, both in ports and the interior, but especially French farmers are not sellers, as reports suggest they are already sixty-five to seventy percent committed. Regarding Black Sea events, there are rumors about a rift between Putin in Russia and Erdogan in Turkey. So how would we summarize this week? We don't expect too much in in export trade this week, as buyers seem to suffer from from an extremely strong US dollar and much uncertainty as to what the next Russian moves will be in the Ukraine. Wheat is likely the weakest commodity right now, as space problems bring some harvest pressure. The trade is trying to reconcile conflicting weather impacts and political uncertainty ahead of next Friday's US stocks report. Basically, there are a lot of uncertainties in this market which make it very difficult to forecast values. The Canadian dollar is very weak, so how and how or whether Pakistan and Jordan, Jordan will actually buy in the market this week will influence the market. Given the number of uncertainties in the market at this time, we suggest no more sales for now. This is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at saskweed.ca. Have a great week.